Be sure to tune into Immigration with Tamina Watson this and every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Immigration attorney Tamina Watson founded Watson Immigration Law here in Seattle and is a frequent speaker, author, and blogger who has appeared in Forbes, CNN, The Seattle Times, and much, much more. On her new radio show, Tamina will take all your questions live on air. Plus, she will discuss and provide insight into the latest immigration news and issues, as well as talk with notable personalities who have impacted U.S. immigration laws or are notable immigrants themselves. Check out her new show, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Immigration, with Tamina Watson on Desi 1250 a.m., radio that listens to you. Good morning, Seattle. This is Tamina Watson on Immigration with Tamina on Desi 1250 AM. I hope you're doing well and I hope you're having a fine week so far. It's wonderful to be here to speak with you all about immigration. And I know that sometimes immigration doesn't seem like a very interesting subject matter other than when it becomes emotional. Um, But on this show, we try to make immigration more relatable, understandable and hopefully uh, easy easy to talk about. Um, So it's been about one year that I've been on this show, and it's just a delight to be here. Thank you so much for the warmth and welcoming that you have um, been to me. And, you know, the questions and the comments that you send, it definitely keeps me going. Uh, But if you do have other questions and comments and feedback and things that you want to hear about, please make sure you let me know. You can contact me through the Desi website at www.desi1250am.com. Com, or you can contact me through my website at watsonimmigrationlaw.com and my email is info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. The phone number at the studio is 844-301-1250. That's 844-301-1250. So one year of Immigration with Tamina, it's just been a delightful time where I've been able to speak with some very important people who are movers and shakers in the immigrant communities or immigration policy matters. Um, If you would like to listen to some of our previous shows, you can go to SoundCloud um, slash Tamina Watson and you'll be able to hear all of our archived shows from the last past year. Um, So in terms of news updates, I hope you were able to attend the City of Seattle uh, Naturalization Workshop, which was held last um, Saturday on October 15th. Um, Luckily, the storm didn't didn't hit us hard and of course the the workshop still was functioning so I hope you were able to get some advice and you filed your citizenship application in other t- in, in other news updates um, I had been talking about the new entrepreneurial parole um, uh, rule that came out recently from the administration and the rule was all about um, essentially trying to find a pathway for entrepreneurs to come to the United States and create jobs for American workers uh, the deadline was yesterday on October 17th Monday and I know a lot of the um, organizations that I work with and look up to have been uh, providing their comments. Uh, I hope you have too. And if you are interested in in seeing my comments, you can go to my website and hopefully in the next day or two, you'll be able to see it. I was very fortunate to be able to um, work with some of our local tech leaders 
in creating and crafting and drafting um, some important comments to make the entrepreneur rules more effective. And uh, if you want to see them earlier than I can post on the website, please feel free to email me at info at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. In other news, I have a article, an article coming out today at the Seattle Globalist. As you know, I have a regular column with the publication uh, Seattle Globalist. I hope you will check it out and I hope you will spread it as widely as possible. It's based on immigration issues that are related to the election coming up. And of course, this is the, one of the most significant elections of our lifetime. So please read my article on the Seattle Globalist. It should be up um, by the end of the day. So we have a wonderful guest today. Uh, if you have just tuned in, this is Immigration with Tamina on Desi 1250 AM. Today's guest is just making waves. I lived in Bangladesh, as you know, when I was a little girl, and I had watched this uh, this amazing person on television many, many times, and I was a big fan at that time. And I today have uh, the privilege of talking with him right here on Desi 1250 AM. Um, this guest is making waves through um, activism through film. He is an actor and filmmaker. I am so proud and honored to announce our guest today. His name is Dawkir Ahmed. He is from Bangladesh. Dawkir Ahmed um, started his career as a lead actor in television in independent movies. He made his first feature film, Joy Jatra, in 2004. Roop Gothar. Rup Gothar Golpo in 2006 and Daruchini Deep in 2007. After a long break, he made his fourth feature film, Ogatunama, which is um, in English, The Unnamed. In his professional career, he shifted from architect to freelance actor to business and to filmmaking. His many awards include Bangladesh National Film Awards, Dhaka International Film Award and Jury Award at Bali Film Festival. You can read a very detailed bio on our website um, blog at watsonimmigrationlaw.com. We have so much to talk about with this one. Wonderful guest. Dokir Bhai, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Hello. Good morning to you. Right here in Bangladesh. Well, thank you so much, Dokir Bhai. You know, I can't keep up. You are all over the world. You were in Italy just yesterday and you just arrived in Bangladesh? Just an hour ago. Wow, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us on Desi 1250. I know our listeners are eager to listen to what you have to say, and I hope you'll get some rest after we speak. Um, we have so much to talk no about. <laughs> so, Dr. Bhai, um, for listeners who don't know, Bhai means brother, and it's a very cultural thing to do in Bangladesh to call somebody uh, as a matter of respect, Bhai. So I'm calling Dr. Bhai. Um, Dr. Bhai, you know, my show is all about immigration. I'm an immigration lawyer in Seattle. I write and talk about immigration as much as I can. And I'm very honored to be able to moderate your movie tonight that's going to be shown at the Seattle South Asian Film Festival. So that's wonderful. You know... Um, uh, that's a pleasure for me. I wanted to be there, but unfortunately, I couldn't make it this year. But well... In coming years, I will be there. Well, we will look forward to it. We will miss you dearly, um, but we will look for you, forward to your visit to, to Seattle in the near future. Now, a lot of people will be watching your movie tonight. And, y you know, I'm an immigration lawyer. Everything I talk about is immigration. And your movie tells a very, very strong story, powerful story about immigration in, in, in the Southeast Asia. Tell us the backstory of why, why did you t decide to make this film? Why did you decide to tell this story? Well, uh, um, 
a large number of Bangladeshi people are working abroad. These expatriate workers are uh, spread from Middle East to uh, Malaysia or uh, America, England, Italy, everywhere through Europe and America. These people are often um, go there to change their luck. And uh, like the Western gold rush, the thing that if they can go abroad, they can make this fortune. But unfortunately, it is not a very successful story all the time. Because uh, in this region, they pay the highest immigration cost. I mean, for migration, they have to pay a lot of money. And sometimes they sell their land, mortgage their home. But in abroad, their living is not very uh, rich. They are often abused. Their human rights are not there. I mean, they lack proper living or entertainment, and the most important thing that they don't have rights. As a Bangladeshi person, I always feel bad for them, and I think it is a matter of national pride that uh, our people are uh, human beings. They are not slaves. We export manpower, but we don't export slaves. So often they are maltreated and abused, and I think that we should raise our voice against this slavery chain and uh, this thing was bugging me up when I heard a story from one of a village woman that uh, she she was helping us in our home uh, she told me that a coffin has come from abroad I mean Middle East and when the coffin was opened in the village they found somebody else's corpse in it this thing uh, was really uh, shocking and I asked her what happened after that. She couldn't say. But uh, I carried this thought for several years, six, seven years, and I came up with a stage play that is The Unnamed. I wrote it for stage. But later on, I thought that uh, a film can be a wider perspective to reach um, many more people in the world. So I made this film, The Unnamed, in uh, 2015. It was released this year in May. This was premiered in Cannes Film Festival, Marche du Film section. And after that, I traveled to Italy, Kosovo, Washington, D.C. Now it is in Seattle. And you'll be happy to know that this film has already uh, won five awards internationally. And I think that is for the uh, subject, the humanity we are talking of, the matter we are dealing with that is really attracting people and sometimes making them cry. It's it's a very, very powerful movie. Thank you so much for telling us this backdrop. I mean, it sounds like basically it's based on a true a true story, a, a true uh, event that happened where the coffin had come and nobody knew what, whose, whose uh, body it was in. Uh, what, what, Actually, their death rate is also very high in abroad. Hmm. Their death rate is very high. We'll be shocked to know that some 14,000 people died in the last six years. Wow. And due to their li- poor living conditions, they often uh, uh, get sick with blood pressure, heart attack, all those uh, high cholesterol. And there are many accidental deaths. So I wanted to say that uh, we should take care of these poor people. Maybe we can give them some training some orientation before going abroad so they can get a 
skilled status and some better payments, and we can uh, protect them against all those odds and abuses. So uh, I feel bad for them because in Middle East aircraft I find in Dubai or Abu Dhabi in Doha that these people are maltreated in the airlines. Mm. The tours or airfaces are uh, behaving rough with them because they don't know manners. Mm. But it's not their fault. Mm-hmm. It's our fault that we couldn't make them uh, learn those etiquettes and manners. I love it. So I at think the end, I wanted mm-hmm. to say, mm-hmm. I wanted to say that they are human being, and whatever their caste, religion, or color of the skin is, is a human being, and he, he should get proper respect. And I am very much related to that because they are our people, and it is related to our national pride. I love it. I think it's such a profound way of raising the issue. And it sounds to me you are trying to make change in a number of areas. A, you said to me just now that you want to be able to train these people before they go out of the the country so they they learn how to interact with people abroad. Um, But what are you, are you trying to change the way immigration works? Because there were some very interesting ways uh, in which people are uh, sent out of the country, the mi- that migration actually happens. Um, yes, uh, yeah, exactly. And there are some other points also. There are, there are a lot of loopholes in the process of immigration. There are middleman brokers who make them exploit and make them spend more. So uh, these things are has to be t- taken into account by the authorities, government, and the uh, other part of the game, I mean the uh, foreign part, they should be uh, talked about this and we should uh, raise our voice about their rights. So there should be a bilateral treaty between the country they are working and the country sending them. So these things are often uh, lacking and they are not there. That that's amazing. So basically, what you're trying to accomplish is a much bigger uh, vision that the two countries involved, Bangladesh and whichever country that the, uh, the person is being sent to or is going to, that there should be an understanding between them uh, on on many levels. So I, I, I sincerely hope that you do get the att- attention from the people that need to see this movie, and I hope that you get involved or people that you work with are involved in perhaps creating some of these systems that would make it much more safer for people from Bangladesh and other parts of Southeast Asia to go to these countries. You know, one of the things um, that your, your story tells so much, it tells the story of immigration, as we've spoken about, about system. Your, talk, your, your movie talks about love and family issues. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. It was very poignant to talk, yes, see this it, father. It, it, is a, it is a very fam- family story. It is a story of a father who has lost his son and uh, who has all the craving and all the guilt for sending him his son abroad. And uh, one thing I want to uh, share with you, in Trento, Italy, I just went there for the Religion Today Festival and they had a section of migration and coexistence. So my film was this, and I found a lot of Bangladeshi people working in that north city of Italy. Mm. So I, what I did, I organized a show with them. I talked to their leaders, and uh, we arranged a show for them, especially for those Bangladeshi people. 
and they came uh, at the evening with that special show, and they, many of them were crying, many of them were touched, and that was a big experience for me because uh, this this is a film that uh, I wanted to say in a very simple way, a family story, and it's a dark comedy. I mean, uh, if you see the movie, mm-hmm. uh, you will laugh mm-hmm. uh, in in everything. Mm-hmm. But beneath the surface, there's a, a pain and sadness uh, all through the story. Yes, yes. I know w- people uh, see it and see it and uh, think about the issue. Well, I, you know, there will be a very interesting discussion tonight. And listeners, if you are not aware, Tasfir Seattle South Asian Film Festival will be showing this particular movie, The Unnamed, at the University of Washington Thompson Hall um, this evening. I uh, urge you to make sure that you attend. I will be there. I'll be moderating and I'll be picking up this conversation that I'm having with Tokir um, at, at the event itself. Um, you know, there is there is so much to talk about with you. I love the activism that you are you know getting into with this movie and there's just so much that can be done and I will talk to you offline about some of the ideas I have for you um, what was your favorite character to write about this in this movie I was a character uh, the um, antagonist the, the broker mm-hmm. who sends people who exploits them and makes profit uh, uh, that's that character, played by Shadizaman Salim, a very powerful actor. And uh, uh, while writing, I thought this is the character uh, who will be uh, taking this story on. Mm-hmm. But later on, uh, there are several characters. One of the um, characters is the father, and one of the characters is a policeman. So all they came up so well, and uh, they became so uh, strong in their line. And the actors performed them so well that at the end, you cannot take a single character out. I think you will get at least three, four, five characters mm-hmm. who will simultaneously uh, make you think about the issues and stories. Very much so. I mean, everyone did an amazing job. Um, so as a director, is, 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 what was the most interesting part about directing this movie compared to other movies that you have directed and created or acted in even? Uh, I, I took a break for seven, eight years. It's a long time to remain out of the trade. <laughs> and uh, in between, I was uh, working with stage and I was working with television and with my business. Uh, but when I came back, I had uh, many limitations, like the budget was really low. And um, in this eight, seven, eight years, I'm out of the practice. So uh, I had to pay so many obstacles and limitations. But I thought that uh, the Hello, Tokyo Bhai? I hope we haven't lost you. Hello? Hello, he is calling from Bangladesh, listeners. Um, If we're having some technical difficulties, I'm very sorry. It's a really long way from Seattle that he's calling from. 
Well, let's hope he can call back. But if he doesn't, um, what an interesting conversation already. You know, as you may know, um, I have realized the power of movie making change, particularly in the field of immigration. As you might know, one of my favorite films is For Here or To Go, which also in a very simple way tells a, a very powerful story. And what Dr. Ahmed has done, he basically said that he heard of a story from somebody that he knew where a coffin had come to a village and nobody knew whose body was in that uh, coffin. So he said that he had thought about this for several years and um, eventually after taking a break from uh, movie making, he came back to making movies and essentially came up with writing this story and his impetus was um, really trying to uh, help uh, Bangladeshi people who are going to the Middle East and Malaysia, uh, in Italy he mentioned, um, the UK, various countries where um, people from Bangladesh go for for um, low-skilled work. And essentially what he wants to do is to help people get training before they leave Bangladesh. He wants to raise his voice in helping uh, the systems change. He's hoping to see that there may be a bilateral treaty in both countries. Um, I think we may have Dr. Pai back. Let's see if he's been able to come back to us. Dr. Pai? Oh, sorry, uh, the uh, line was interrupted. I'm back here. Oh, well, thank you so much. I'm so sorry we lost you. Well, we were talking about some of the limitations that you had and you came back to uh, came back to making this movie. Yes. So so I banged on the scent of the story and I tried to make a movie of my country, of my people, with the idea of visually telling the story. And... Uh, when I see people like this movie, I think my experiment is working. Absolutely. Your your mission is accomplished. And listeners, I really am so delighted to tell you that this movie, such a powerful movie, has been nominated for an Oscar. Congratulations. <laughs> That's the primary uh, nomination from Bangladesh. And still a long way to go. Let's see what happens. Well, I'm rooting for you and it will be a matter of pride not only for me and the Bangladeshi community in Seattle, but Bangladeshi community all over the world will be rejoicing. Um, and just the fact that you've been nominated, that by itself speaks volumes. Now, you've gone from architect, actor to film director. How did these changes happen? We only have about a minute left that we can speak about this. Uh, when I was studying architecture, at the same time I was working in theatres. All my evenings were occupied in theatres. At my young age, I uh, engaged myself very much with the theatre. There I learned uh, how to act, how to uh, design, and later I became a director there. I have three publications of stage plays. I mean, I started writing there also. But... Uh, uh, when I worked in television, I became a famous <laughs> actor, and uh, that encouraged me to even work more in televisions and uh, sometimes uh, directing telefilms and serials. Well, but I had in my mind that I want to make films, mm -hmm. movies. So uh, I was making my informal education, and back in 2002, I came to uh, New York Film Academy for a, a diploma. And going back from New York, I made my first movie in 2004, Joy Jatra, which became a uh, success in a way, 
it didn't do business but uh, it was very much appreciated by the critics and well, the audience Takir bhai i have to interrupt you for a minute we we have very oh, we just have a, a, a literally a minute left it's just been an exciting um conversation with you i'm so proud of this movie that you have made that will hopefully bring changes and i will write to you offline about some of the ideas i have for you but congratulations on accomplishing such an amazing task of telling the story of your people our people of our country and making sure that the world knows about the plight of them i we have 30 seconds any any last a uh, minute um uh, uh, things that you want to share with our yes, listeners yes uh, thank thank you very much for in- inviting me to the show and the last thing i want to say that uh, bangladesh is a very enterprising nation these people can do uh, real good things i do believe in that that bangladesh film will someday make a special appearance for bangladesh also the world like iran and uh, uh, young people here are working uh, i am trying in my way but i do believe that young people will come forward and make wonderful wonderful good movies representing wonderful what well, okay right thank you so much for calling from bangladesh i hope you get some rest and i cannot wait for people to see your movie tonight thank you so much goodbye and i'll speak to you very soon goodbye Lis- thanks to you listeners Bye-bye. it's uh, been an amazing interview with dr ahmed whose movie is making waves throughout the 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 world at this point um our show is coming to an end i look forward to speaking with with you next week about some more immigration issues and hot topics thank you so much for joining us today uh, see you at the sphere tonight if you attend this is tamina watson on desi 1250 am this is tamina and i'll look forward to speaking with you tomorrow i mean next week bye bye